online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Oh, hello! <laughs> Hey guys, welcome back to AfterBuzz TV, the Astronauts Wives Club After Show. Tonight we are covering episode 5, Flashpoint. <laughs> this song is making me really anxious. <laughs> how to do the bird. Do you guys know how to do it? No, how do you do the bird? Absolutely not. I was, go ahead. You knew. I don't oh, know. It thing? just makes me want to like go like this. Do the drive, the hand drive. And kind then- of. I feel like they would do the hand jive in this show. Oh, yeah. Like, that's Maybe. a that's a very, like, era-y <laughs> dance. Yeah. Okay. What's up? The gang's all back together. Hey. So happy to be here. I know. Me too. Gang's all here. Yay. I'm your host, April Wistenhand. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at... A- I was about to say at AfterBuzz TV. <laughs> <laughs> and April- also at AfterBuzz at TV. April Wistenhand. Where can they find y'all? Uh, Go ahead. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. You can find me, Khalil Boo Boo, at Twitter and... At, on Twitter and Instagram at Khalil Boo Boo. It's already there. We're already there. And I'm Sterling Cates, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Sterling Cates. As always, you can find all of us at AfterBuzz TV, Twitter, Instagram, tweet us, comment on YouTube. We love hearing from you. If you're downloading on iTunes, give us five stars. We love hearing everything you have to say about this show and about our after show. What did y'all think of tonight? It made me like, oh my gosh, heart burst. I saw you. I saw a little tear come out. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. At the end, but we'll get there. Yes, for sure. Um, So, kind of the. I feel like this was a random part of the show tonight. The whole, the whole Joe and Betty mm. air conditioner dilemma. Mm. Yeah. Um, I, th- I feel like they kind of just did it to make them have a part Some of sort the show of, tonight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. They have to keep them relevant. I, I appreciate the silliness in it, though. Oh, like, just too. watching them run to the vent and like... <sighs> well, and it also shows them interacting with the other wives yeah. and kind of letting them in a little bit, or the or Marilyn in particular, yeah. when they were so set on not being a part of their lives at all. Yeah. Or making them useful. Yeah. Exactly. There you, there you go. There you go. And we can, I mean, as California residents, we can relate to this right. not no central struggle. air. 100%. Because it's still, I think I've literally said this before, but it's so crazy to me that we don't have central air out here, like, everywhere. It's 2015. I'm still... That's bad. Um, but so they go over, they're going over to Marilyn's house because they hear that she has AC and Marilyn's kind of shocked and she thinks that they're being really nice to her. This, I think the reason that this storyline kind of like, Stresses me out a little bit. It's because I'm like, oh my gosh, it's more names to remember. Yeah, more <laughs> wives, more wives. But at least they came bearing gifts. If you're going to yeah. come to my house unexpected, you have food. Take a seat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> come anytime you want. Well, I'm like, especially with like what they were bringing. There's no question. Like, yeah. sure, you can come in and help me upload my slides upload. or whatever she was doing. And she had upload. cupcakes with her. Um, right, always say yes far. to the cupcakes. And Susan is someone who we saw last week. I feel like she's kind of like the 
um, ringleader of the, the Gemini wives, Gemini mm-hmm. wives, whatever Gem- it is. Are, we're going to take a poll for, all right? Yeah, tweet which, us. Which Let one? us know. We're going to take a poll. Let us know. If, is it Gemini or Gemini? For We've heard it both. Sh- yeah. yeah, so we're not sure. There's a part of me that just wants to say Gemini because it sounds cooler. But I, I feel like it's Gemini. It does. Well, I don't know. We'll see. But um, anyway, so when they've hung out with him a few times, Susan comes over um, at one point, and Marilyn's just like, oh, yeah, they're really loving helping me do these slides. And Susan kind of quickly catches on to right. what exactly is going on and that they're just there for the AC. Yeah, well, Anne sees them completely, like, let the AC flow up. Oh, the like, up their dresses <laughs> and everything. It looks like it feels really good. Like, I've never I run a dress. But just I gotta air just out, you know, like, sometimes. Have you ever... A direct breeze uh, But like you've that? seen one of those, like, air conditioners in the floor, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those the, things the are powerful. Marilyn, like, when you, um... Oh, yeah. The dress, and then, like, you're yeah, pushing it down. Marilyn Monroe action. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they're going for. It looks for. like it feels great. I, I mean... It does. Trust us. Um, but, <laughs> but, so, you know, Marilyn kind of gets upset. Her feelings are hurt. Um, but then at the end, we see, you know, Betty and Joe great women, Mercury women that they are, they show up after, you know, the big tragedy of the episode happens and invite Marilyn um, and, I guess, Susan along with them, too, right. um, out to the park uh, so they can all, you know, just kind of be together. So mm-hmm. I think we're going to see, I mean, this is just kind of a little snippet of the show, this episode, but I feel like we're going to see they're doing that for a reason so that we can see more of them. Yeah. yeah. More of these well, two when characters. big stuff like that happens, which we'll talk about later, um, it really does put things into perspective. Like, mm. this silly little high school drama that yeah. we've been worried about, you know, isn't that big of a deal right. in comparison to, like, what's going on. People come together. You think about any funeral. Mm-hmm. You start seeing all these family members that you haven't seen. They don't come to reunions. They don't call yeah. Christmas. They don't answer the phone. But... And at the end of the day, their their husbands are all have the same mission, and they're all risking Mm -hmm. their lives. So that could happen to any one of them. Yeah. So they all would need to be. Yeah. Well, not the exact same way, but they could all die. (laughs) Yeah. And so they need to, you know, be there for each other. You saw death coming. Yeah. Well, I wasn't thinking it was going to be who it was. I mean, even though that's you know United States history. Um. But okay, so. On to our next one of our favorite ladies, of course, Reen is kind of she's she's putting out her woman, woman power too. She, she made some she made some power moves in this episode. I'm proud of her. Me okay. too. Step, that's women. Well, in she's the 60s. always trying to prove herself as you know being intellectual and writing. There's more to her than just mm-hmm. her looks, mm-hmm. and she really proved that this episode. I yeah. think so too. Now, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Now, one thing I will say though. Is the guy he was he was an ass yeah. to her or whatever. But he did make a very valid point. Completely agree with you. He made a very valid point about her not um yeah. having like, experience. The experience in the resume and all that stuff yeah. compared to the guys that is in his office. So the story behind this is that she meets or sees this man at um I forget what party they're at. They're at some party though. Mm-hmm. And his name is Cal Butterfield and he's the editor of the Post Inquirer, and she says she's going to approach him and ask him um if she can join his staff she wants to be a writer and um he tells her to meet him at this address in a couple of days and you know we all said it while we were watching i thought it, it was like oh his home address that's gonna be his apartment and yeah he's, like trying to take advantage of her because she's like hi sir i would like to do this but yeah. that's because and that really that's 
one of the things that's tough about being a woman is just because someone is, be- is as beautiful as she is, that doesn't mean that that's what she's going after. Yeah, but right. I, um, I have that same problem. Yeah, I, I'm sure you do. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but so she shows up and it's at um, like a little diner restaurant type place and he's with two other men. They've probably had a few martinis, she insinuates later in the episode. Um, but he, or she says, he kind of asks her like, why should I hire you, you know, because you're an astronaut wife and because you wrote your own <laughs> article. article about yourself. About you. yeah. yeah. She's like, I wrote this myself. I was yeah. the editor of my newspaper. In high school. Right. And that's that's all, you know, great, but yeah. I completely agreed with you. He made the point, Mr. Butterfield said that, you know, I have people on, or first he asked her to write 20 articles to prove herself because right. she asked what she needed to you do. Know, which isn't out of the ordinary. Right. It's a, I feel like, you know, it, it sounds like a lot, but really, like, it's not that much. And she kind of, you know, it irks her a little bit because she thinks he's kind of messing with her. And mm-hmm. that's when he says, you know, why would I have people on my team with 20 years of experience who are, you know, political writers and reporters and have done all of this and stuff. War correspondents. And, right. Yeah. And you just want me to hire you because, of, because you think I should and you're an astronaut's wife. Right. So, you know, it's it really is kind of a double-edged sword because maybe she is asking for something that the average person wouldn't get so easily. Right. But at the same time, she, you know, she is a good writer from the stuff that we've seen so far anyway. Have you read any of her work? Um, yes, I actually read I read her life article right before we came in here and I was like, oh, really? Ring? You got it going on. You find any juicy stuff in there? Yeah, yeah, some crazy Moving stuff. Moving on. Moving on. Anyway, it sounds like a company. Name, anyway, she does it. it. She writes the twenty articles. Yes, and she learns a lot about herself and tells them to shove the articles right where the mom, right where his mama Sun gave them. Sun belt shot. Where his mama gave them. That was amazing. Well, I guess your mama, his mama did give it to him yeah. in a way, but I, I don't know. I thought she was going to go with, like, where the good Lord split him. Oh, that's uh-huh. what I meant to say. So yeah. good Lord, I, I thought you were door. going with it. I think that's what I meant to say. Oh, this you guys are just like, show. no. <laughs> no, we we got but you. Yeah. We knew where you were going. Right. Um, yeah, so she meets him again. She has written the articles, and... She basically says she throws him at him and it's like, you know, I wouldn't I would never want to work for a man like you anyway, but thank you for helping me find myself. And right. she really feels that after, you know, writing these articles because they're not Oh, he he approached her and said, um, you know, I have a great recipe column right. that you could do. And of course, that's oh, not yeah. what she wanted to do. And yeah, and like we one. could switch you out <laughs> with a writer. Um, but she says, you know, she's found herself and she wrote um at one point in this in the show, we see her and Scott, I think they're out of outside of like a movie theater or something like that. And they are, um, they see protesters talking about Jim Crow, stop Jim Crow. And I think that kind of like gave her, is what gives her some of the inspiration. And she mm-hmm. knows, like, I don't, I mean, sure, I can write great about myself, but, you know, these are things that are like really mattering. Right. To, I respect that for Jean. I was like, go ahead, Jean. Yeah. Reem, sorry. But, what I meant to say. but I'm also like, I mean, I don't, and I don't mean this to sound prediction esque, but I'm also like, okay, you found yourself awesome, or you found your voice, great, but like, 
what you gonna do with that? I was thinking that too. They don't have I mean? blogs back then. Yeah, but she yeah. can still, you know, keep writing. Yeah. And yeah. At the end of the day, they don't need that income because, I mean, not that I'm saying she should do it. She shouldn't work or whatever. Well, she might. Want but she's got to. But she's got to yeah. keep. She's got to keep writing though. That's the whole right. thing. Because every time that she, the only thing she's written was that life article, and that was had to be done for the for her, her husband's well, maybe job. She can go to life. Yeah. She's already Maybe. got the connect. But she's now that she has the materials to support her, she can submit those anywhere. True. Mm. New York Times. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Um, so speaking of life articles, our man Max, we see tonight a lot, or a good amount of, but then we probably won't be seeing so much more of him anymore. Um, him and Louise, you know, they had their little dance in the barn last week. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's... I've been thinking this whole time, like, there's definitely something with the well, two of them. Yeah, there's definitely a spark, but also, at the same time, I mean, even just with her changing her hair, and Alan was like, oh, guys, don't notice that type of thing, and then Max, of course, that's the first thing the he side says. Guys, right. The side so, guys always notice. That's yeah, true. <laughs> right. So, I mean, <laughs> so, obviously, Louise likes that attention and appreciates that attention that she's not getting from her husband, but I really liked how she took that and channeled it to being open and honest with Alan because she needed to address what was going on. And by not doing that, it was just making it worse. So I think she learned a valuable lesson from Max. Yes, Mm -hmm. maybe they had a connection, but I think it really, what she's learning from that can make her relationship with Alan that much stronger. What was the saying that you said your mom always says? Oh, no, I say you don't. Uh, no, I get it. Oh, gosh. You, you get for, what you have the oh, courage yeah. to ask there for. There you go. There you go. And so she, um, you know, she's kind of a little weary about things at first. He tells her that, or it kind of like comes up in random conversation that uh, he is leaving. This, so this episode is centered around, or kind of centered around Gordo's launch and he um, tells them that he has received a job from a progressive paper in San Francisco and that this will be his last article and that he'll be leaving immediately after Gordo's launch and uh, going to San Francisco so he kind of tells Louise um, you know like I want to or if you want to see me before I go let me know I'll be in my room all day and <laughs> she <laughs> and she <laughs> She kind of, so she's sitting in her, I keep wanting to say hotel room because it feels like a hotel room, but I guess her house in Houston. Um, and she, uh, she's listening to a radio broadcast and they're talking about Alan and his rocket, rocket. and how it's lost its steam. I 100%, I did not know that that's what they were talking about in that moment. Did y'all? I, not until like it got to the joking part or like his rocket, when they said his rocket is out of fuel. Yeah. I was like, okay, oh, I see what you're doing there. I see what you're doing there. <laughs> What's your mama gave you? Where are the sun? <laughs> <Mad. laughs> I, I was thinking that they just meant it like, oh, he's not going to fly again. Whatever. I mean, nothing's happened to him at this point, but that's, I mean, I just didn't get that. But right. so she listens well, to... obviously that's kind of like you know, punch in the face. <laughs> punch in the gut. Punch yeah. in the gut. I'm like messing up all my saying. No, okay. <laughs> you're doing uh, it beautifully. For, for her. Because, you know, to hear that on the radio is it? Yeah. yeah. About your husband. Well, especially when, like, it's now publicly embarrassing that your man yeah. is out there soiling his oats and like you're you're in the public's eye as his wife and yeah. then like on the radio they're making fun about how he's got, what do they call them, cakes? 
Um, something. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It was like the Florida cakes. I forget what they what they called it. Yeah. But um. So for you know that's got to be really embarrassing. Yeah, and you know I, we saw like in the first episode or something like that where she was like, "Do not embarrass me." Right. So it's kind of like the worst thing for her that people now yeah. know about this. He can keep it in his pants. Yeah, and he and not with her even. And he <laughs> walks through the room as she, as she's listening to this radio broadcast. Alan does and just doesn't even acknowledge it. I mean, I guess like why would he? I was be gonna say, like, what can oh, you woo. say? What can you say at that point? <laughs> yeah. Awkward. Um, yeah. I guess that's like the 60s versions of, of what goes on today when, like, you get tagged in a picture on Facebook and, like, uh-huh. your girl sees it. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, I don't think. I don't remember that thing. <laughs> but now you untag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or make your profile hot, private. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I feel like that's what kind of uh, made her want to call Max that night. So we see her call yeah. him, and she doesn't even say anything, but he's just he knows it's Louise. Mm-hmm. And that's when he asks her to come over the next day. Be here all night. Yeah. <laughs> all right here for you, baby. <laughs> right. um, and he, he looked never stopped trying. He never looked, stopped. He looked so excited. <laughs> And, like, when he's sitting in his room and the maid walks in, but, you know, he wanted it to be Louise. And I kind of felt bad for him (laughs) at that point. (laughs) What? Poor Max. That's really disappointing. Can't catch a break. I know, but, you know, he makes the, I think it's him who says, you know, you never. You get what you you have the courage to ask for, people. So, I mean, he's, he sees her as like a, an unhappy woman and they have, he feels like they have a connection. So, I mean, obviously. He wants to save her from, you know, whatever, but she just has to stand up for herself. Yeah. I mean, obviously she's married, so that's not the best thing to to ask someone to do. April, when you know, you know. I guess. But she did not know and she did not show up. But she seemed upset about it. Alan saw her laying in bed. And I don't yeah. know. He's, she's like, it's nothing serious. I'm just sick. Cough, cough. Um, Ooh, but you whore. Uh, <laughs> so then um, later in the episode, we see that Max um, is leaving to go with Trudy because Trudy's going to go to Hawaii. And um, they kind of share, uh, Louise and he kind of share a little bit of an awkward moment because he says, you know, this isn't how I wanted to say goodbye. Um, I'm not going back after this. And they kind of just like longingly stare at each other. Mm. And then he turns around and walks <laughs> away. Bye. Bye, Max. Bye, Max. We'll miss you. Mm. Um, but we'll, then, see, we'll see him again. I think so, Hopefully. too. He'll, he'll, I bet he'll come back later in the season. Yeah. Um, but so uh, finally in so episode five, we finally see Louise stand up for herself. And she confronts Alan later mm-hmm. in their room and um, just says, you know, I don't want to be, you know, Frosty or Lady Louise anymore because she's like, you know, I know that you are with other women and I say nothing. I find condoms in your bag and I say nothing. I hear these jokes and I say nothing. And she says, you know, basically that's she doesn't want to share him. She wants him. That's what she's always dreamed of. And that's how she wants it to be. And he seemingly agrees with her. Yeah. It's crazy how, like, well, 40, 50 years later, still going through the same mess. Yeah, I know, right? right? People uh, don't change, I'm trying to tell you. Guys, no. we got to stop treating our mains like this, okay? It's fine. Hey, your mains? <laughs> what? Are there signs? There shouldn't be mains. anyone else, especially if you're married. Okay, so it's fine. So if they're the side chick, then you don't have to. Okay. <laughs> I, I got this. Um, but I, there's part of me that believes, you know, we see 
later at the picnic, they like kind of share a moment where Louise is with the girls at the picnic table, and he looks up and like smiles. Like yeah, he loves he's her. like, "That's my family, and I want to be there for them." Mm-hmm. But like, that's what they, I got from that longing stare. Like, I'm gonna do better, baby. <laughs> I'm gonna be a better man. We'll see. But really, <laughs> we're watching. They you kind of, they've kind of already had this conversation before. Um, but I, I guess my takeaway from the whole situation is that I really have been thinking that Louise was kind of, you know semi-falling for Max. And, I mean, she... I felt like she was genuine, though, in what she was saying to Alan. I don't think she was just saying it because she wants to be with him because she's an astronaut. Seemed like she really does love him. I think Max was just a distraction and also kind of like, oh, maybe my life could be better. But then she realized that she just has to be open with Alan about what needs to change. Right. And when she does that, then it will improve. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Oh, so I, I, don't know. I was thinking when they were having that talk, I kept talking about an explosion. And yeah. it's like, oh, yes. That's the explosion. Get in Finally. his face, girl. Don't <laughs> don't look away. I want her to get in his face, though. But don't look away. It's like, I know. Get, get, I'm, get it together. I'm sure they'll probably get there. And Alan's just over there like a sick little, or like no. a wounded little puppy. When like, he, oh, she called me. Yeah, when she was like, I know you're with other women. He was just like, oh, Man, but now I mean, like, nah, yep, yeah, I have been. <laughs> you didn't even try to deny it. Or you leave condoms in your in your go, go bag, bag, and your kids find them. Like, which is also still relevant today. I know a lot of guys who have and ladies who have a bag just sitting in the trunk of their car. And really, it has like toiletries and clean underwear, just because you never know what happened. Not necessarily <laughs> saying you're going to be doing something you shouldn't be doing, but you you know you might get wet. Just gotta be so, gonna need some clean underwear. <laughs> just gotta be prepared for you gotta all be prepared. So, you never know. So in the South, we have like hurricane prep kits, but <laughs> exactly. I guess there's, such a, there's like a side chick kit too. <laughs> That's what Khalil's oh saying. I need to get like I'll some more duffel bags, I guess. <laughs> no. I need to get some duffel bags and do you can you teach us how to make these go bags? Sure. Well, no comment. <laughs> All right. Oh gosh. All right. Okay, so our fave peeps, Trudy and Gordo, we Yay. finally see get their time tonight. Mm-hmm. Um and before we get into Gordo's flight, we see um they're at the oh, that's the party that they were at. They were at uh, the party for him, mm-hmm. like the pre launch party. He had the suit on, my man Gordo. Of course that's he does, because he's it. always gotta like gotta show everybody seen. up. Yeah. Gotta be um, <laughs> you know? But so Trudy only can say for a few minutes because we see her her friend, I forgot her name that they told us. Um, I will find it in my notes later. Oh, Dot. Dot. On, okay. Dot. Yeah, so we go. So we see uh, her friend Dot get off of an airplane. They hug, blah, blah, blah. Um, she tells, or so they're all back at Trudy and um, Gordo's house later. And she says that uh, basically, I forget his name, of course, Loveless, Loveless which is yeah. a big space race guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he was studying studying in Russia for a little while, and they were training women. So right he, alongside the men, right? Flats. So, right. Yes. So he came back and he created the Flats program, which means first lady astronaut trainees. And Dot was a part of this program. And, and you can see in Trudy's face that when she's telling her about it, that she's like really happy about it, but also really sad that she's missing out on that experience. I know. But maybe she's better off from missing out on that experience. So they had to pass every test that the Mercury guys did, too. And, you know, she apparently passed, or Dot apparently passed with Mm -hmm. flying colors. Um, Like, they tell us some things that they had to do. And it's like a, a how many, 13 feet of tube? Rubber hose? A rubber Rubber hose. Rubber hose, yeah. How how is that possible? I don't either. It sounds like a very... 
interesting trick yeah. Yeah. that I would love to see <laughs> just how it works <laughs> that's all I know they have to like hold their breath for an yeah. insane amount of time and they're in like some chamber for a long time Gordo lasted three hours Dot lasted like eight hours or something like that yeah um so but the problem is that in order to um, be accepted as an astronaut I guess they have to pass this jet pilot what's it called um they have to have a certain amount of test pilot hours mm-hmm. and in the united states women can't do that right because okay so this is it nasa requires just te- just test pilot experience right and every just test place is run by the military so therefore right. women, women can't, can't join yes. um so that's so they are going to washington to kind of fight this and they're not fighting for women to be able to join these jet test places they're fighting to say like okay that's not necessarily necessary if you have you know a certain amount of experience with civilian flight right they have equivalent experience and we find out later during the trial that it was it uh which one is it, Glenn or John, John? And John Glenn and Scott. Yeah, John like had certain, you know, things. He wasn't an engineer. But yeah, he wasn't an engineer. So they made exceptions for him. So like, why yeah. can't they make make exceptions for the women? Right. And this is, um, you know, um, I feel like this is bad of me to say because I'm a woman. But so I was fully convinced the whole time, you know, that the women and it seemed like the um, you know, people who were in charge of the hearing were kind of going along or siding with the women. It's right. Not, but it I guess seemed you, like they were fair. Yeah, I think yeah. you do kind of have to like side with the person who's fighting for like a right in that situation <laughs> over like no. But um so everything they're saying, you know, we passed this, she has our dot specifically has, you know, even more uh, flight experience than some of the Mercury astronauts do, but it's all commercial because she doesn't have the opportunity. It's mm-hmm. literally not possible for a woman to become an astronaut because it's not possible for them to get this experience. So we know that John and or so John and Scott testify, and we don't know before if they're going to go for, for it or against. or against. Well, no, they said the whole point that they picked those two was because they were open-minded and fair. Right. Yeah. Um, who said that? Trudy. Trudy said that in the beginning. Yeah. And they seem that way, too. I mean, and they both, like, John says, let's be clear. First things first. Like, I don't, like, race, color, creed, whatever. I think if you have the qualifications, then you have the qualifications. But he does say that it doesn't matter how much commercial flight experience you have until mm-hmm. you have tested in these uh, jet te- or unless you're a test pilot, it's just not possible because you're not put up or put under the same put in the same situation right. that you would be yeah. otherwise. Which makes sense, you know. And I think right. that I think they should have been fighting for the women to be able to do the test pilot, right? Yeah. Because you know they don't know what it's going to be like exactly until they do that. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's just the whole point. They should yeah. have been fighting for that. And since they weren't, the, it kind of landed me on the side of they shouldn't be able to do it. Because it just makes sense. If you are, you know, this is a whole lot of money we're dealing with. But besides that, it's people's lives, of course. Yeah. So, if you are going to choose someone to go into space, why not choose the person who has 
every like that did pass all of these tests and does have all of this test pilot experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, why would you not do that? Well, they should just be given the same opportunities to train yeah. that I, the men I com- do. So that's completely I mean, agree. It's not that they shouldn't or they should. You know what I mean? It's not that like they shouldn't be allowed to go up in space, but they right. should just at least get the same opportunities to train and decide if they're as qualified and that could be an individual basis you know it doesn't it just depends on the person not gender or anything else so yeah i completely agree and i just think they were fighting for the wrong thing i'm not really sure who kind of decided what they would fight for but well i mean that's just a whole nother thing like when uh, trying to change the military rules versus changing the space you know the space program Mm -hmm. it's just just deeper and deeper into it so i think they were trying to do the fastest Way mm-hmm. of getting it done. Yeah, and it made sense down. though. Mm-hmm. I mean, their argument did make sense. Yeah. Oh, and like Trudy sure. said, they had you know the truth on their side. So, mm-hmm. I think that um, I like the moment kind of toward the end of the episode where we see Dot leaving and Trudy is uh, seeing her off, and the girls walk up and ask her if they won, and yeah. Trudy says no, but. You know, we made history. history. We made history. The words that we said, like this proof, because I think kind of before this, people didn't think that women could, right. you know, make it through all of these tests. Of these tests. Russia, Russia had just sent their first woman as right. well. Yeah. And that's at yeah. the very end of the episode. We Trudy is like reading a paper and Russia did it. Mm-hmm. And it actually ends up being longer or they break the record. And Gordo had just had his launch and they break the record and uh, have the longest trip in space. And it's a woman. But poor Duh. little Gordo, like, his fire gets taken away so soon. Uh-huh. Um, so he has his launch. He's super excited about it. He's going to be, uh, or he was supposed to be in space for... 37 hours, right? Oh, he was going to orbit for 30, it was 37 hours? Oh, uh, maybe. Not. I, re- I wrote down 34, but then I know he ended up doing 34. Um, and like said a, he had to cut it short. Yeah, it was 34 hours and, like, 22 orbits or something like that. It was over a day. Uh So, um, like, we see nighttime in this, which we haven't seen before. Um, But, you know, all kind of stuff is going on before. They want to change his suit and add a screen. He's just kind of stressed about it. Um, And all the while, Trudy is going through her own stuff. And so definitely one of my favorite parts of the episode was when... um, you know he's getting ready to to launch i guess in a few days and he sees how upset trudy is about this whole situation that they lost the case and he takes her to fly mm-hmm. and even though it could get him in a lot of trouble I just he, he does sweet. some sexist things in the beginning of an episode, and then like towards the end, he'll start being a gentleman and yeah. like start being compassionate about trudy's feelings and he, I mean, he's got to win her back somehow, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. that was the way to do it. Yeah. I feel like, um, but I was very proud of him. I know yeah. I was too. I said one more episode, you'd be in there, right? That's he's right. <laughs> you he's did. You did. <laughs> so we see them finally share what's like an actual kiss tonight. <laughs> and it was so <laughs> exciting. But Trudy's like the first one. Trudy's like, no, I mean, don't like take. This doesn't mean mm-hmm. anything, whatever. But you know, she's got to play it cool too. Come on, girl. Gotta play hard. Go, to, come on, girl. Come on, girl. Gotta play hard to get. You know. <laughs> yeah, but gotta she. Keep them guessing. You can tell that she's like That's my other motto. Got to keep them guessing. <laughs> yeah, Do we should like that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but you know, she. We can obviously see that she's feeling him again. Oh yeah. 
Um, so everyone is over at her house for the launch. Um, everything seems to be going well, but then she gets a call from John in the middle of the night, and um, some, his, it's overheating, carbon dioxide is filling the tank. Um, his The automatic transmitter i forget the word he has to like re-enter <laughs> the atmosphere Something. manually yeah. and they whenever john is like describing how to do this it kind of freaked me out because she's like how does he do that manually and he's like he uses the horizon as a guide i'm like what the horizon is your guide to enter back into the atmosphere yeah but okay um so trudy has her first like kind of realization of oh I could possibly lose him and she tells John to say tell him we will be waiting in Hawaii for him no matter what and it just shows that she loves her man yeah right and she does mm-hmm. so she gets the kids they go to Hawaii and um, Gordo thankfully lands safe he traveling for 34 or 34 hours in space um, that speech he, that he goes oh he tells so someone asks him like Hey, what's up? I don't know what they asked him, but he says that. Um, I don't think that was it. But that, long it was close. that was close. Though. How was yeah. space? How um, was space? And he tells them that he wouldn't be there if it wasn't for his wife Trudy because she was a pilot before he was, and she's the best teacher. And um, he, and she convinced him to get his pilot license in Hawaii, where they first met, and then. Through the crowd, Trudy pushes, pushes through it, and pushes those reporters out of the way. Lays one on him. Lays yeah. a big one in front on of him. Everybody, let him take pictures, take notes. <laughs> all yeah. I see you play. I know what you do. Oh, right yeah, there. I got to. He even says he's like, I thought you were just messing with me to to keep mm-hmm. me living. Keep me she living. was like, Oh, Gordo, shut up. Mm-hmm. But she didn't say that, but that was you know the attitude that she was giving off, right? But so basically, they're in love, and it made me really happy, and I had I had a tear over I it. I cried. A few tears out of my left eye. I watched you. I do like, oh, weird. Mine was out of my right eye. <laughs> Crazy. Um, but yeah, so Gordo finally gets a flight. Trudy and Gordo hopefully are back in love. That would be wonderful. Don't, no, wait, wait, wait. Don't go too fast. We're, we're back. Am I missing we're, a part? I wouldn't say in love, but, but oh, I would okay. just say like, track. I would say he's track. back. He's back in, in. Is he back in the bed? He's back, back in the bedroom. He's in. And so. Now we just have to make. Now it. he's got to keep it. Up. He's yeah. make it. Got to make him earn it. Oh, okay, you <sighs> so so tough over here, man. Now that's how you have to do it, though. Yeah. You can like, but you have to. She can give him a little <laughs> kiss, like, and then what she. Else does he have I to know. Do? She like, teases man. it. She has to tease him for a little while. <laughs> like, oh, you thought that was good. Okay, <laughs> that's what I would do. Um. <laughs> so okay, maybe they're not in love, but you know what I mean. They're on. The the track, right track. On track. Yeah. You did call it. You said that he would be in it this week. I said and he, he is. He's going to be in. Yeah. He's in. Yeah. Now he's just, he, I feel like he's got to make it like home. Yeah. Like, you know, like oh. you can be in, but you're not really home. What should his next step be? Flowers? No. <laughs> no. I don't know. Advocating for, you know, Maybe going to he DC. can like yeah. sneak her into one of the, uh, Astronauts. I'm sorry. Um, Into a rocket when he goes. Oh, that'd be nice. Good move. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, so they have their moment. She might get really excited. That's true. Oh, maybe that's where they bring the love connection (laughs) back together. (laughs) 
Um, a few like <laughs> random little things that kind of happened tonight. So we see um, the Gemini wives earlier in the episode approach Annie and they say that she's their favorite and then she tries to say thank you and stutters and they laughed at her. Yeah, that and was so nice. And yeah, made me want to slap someone. But okay. Yeah. Annie is the best. The she really is. And we John is talking about how um some man named Stu, he is a part of Bobby Kennedy's staff. He wants um Stu to be, or he wants John to run for office. There's an um a Senate seat in Ho- in Ohio coming up. That's clearly like scares Annie because obviously, you know, she has a, her stuttering problem, but mm-hmm. at the end of the episode, um she says like you know, I think you should definitely go for it. Kind of like, we'll make it work. Right. And that's the thing that I love about her so much because he is so like accommodating and helpful to her, but she's, she's the, same be way. the same way. Yeah. It's yeah. Great. yeah. And it works. I don't see, I still don't get how that's such a big issue though. I, so I mean, I, I, I guess really it's just em- embarrassing for her. Well, and it, said, there's just like a precedent of, you know, when someone's running for office, their spouse is also kind of like a spokesperson for them. They do events, they do different, you know, press right. conferences, whatever, but they're all very well spoken mm-hmm. in most cases. And they get just as much public attention and press attention as the candidate does. But right. he also said we'll both be out in the open. That's what that's mm-hmm. what yeah, exactly. So, oh, okay. Like Maybe it, that's it gonna have else. to be what okay. do you mean? Oh thinking like Yeah like uh, he what has you hiding. Yeah. Oh okay. Joe. Yeah. No, I think it just no. means that she's yeah. gonna have to stand up and talk right. in front of people Probably. and that scares her. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and he's not hiding anything, Khalil. No, he's saying he was, that he I, was. I, I, oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, we'll both yeah, yeah. be out in the open. But um, I think he was just saying, like, oh, it's going to bombard both of our lives. Like, we'll, yeah. we'll be in it together kind right. of thing. Yeah. Um, for me, holy craziness, biggest thing in the episode, for me anyway, was at the very end when Reen is in the uh, the restaurant talking to the Butterfield guy, the editor, um, a man opens the door and says the president was just shot. And um, now we're about to get into the time where JFK was assassinated. And that's when things kind of really change in the space race. Right. Mm-hmm. Even though, I mean, it. L, so LBJ is the vice president at this time. And the space race this is, is kind of his baby. Right. So it goes in a different direction now. Um, but this is kind of what, this is what brought everyone together at the end of the episode. when we were talking about they were all at this picnic. Um, because huge things like that, it's what make you, and it's sad that it takes something like that sometimes. Right. But it's what makes you realize like, okay, even if we're, we all have these different opinions and do these different things, like we are still one country that together. should be united. And I, I mean, we didn't even live in the JFK era or the Martin Luther King era. And I, I like, I feel like I feel real emotions about those things right. because it's just so I mean, crazy. Huge. Yeah. And they shaped our country. Yeah. yeah. So I'm glad they're going there with the show though. Yeah. And they're talking about actual, like, I feel real like it's things. unavoidable though at the same time. Yeah. Like, you kind of got to talk about it. Yeah. With a show that. about this, you have to talk yeah. about it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, so we'll see more about that, I'm sure. Um, anything else that I we think missed? That's it. Cool. Yeah. Let's talk about some predictions. Oh, all right. Cool. You get first. And now, you're after TV. Thank you. <laughs> so bossy, right? Um, so, what do you guys think is going to happen with um, Alan? Like, what do you think? Because in the in the preview, it's they said cancer, again. right? Cancer. I, th- I, said? I heard cancer? the y'all didn't hear me. I said, did oh, they just say, say cancer? Oh no, you said cancer because I, I thought I heard the word oh, maybe cancer. They did. It's not I another didn't space hear it. program, is it? 
I don't know, maybe. <laughs> well, anyways, he has some sort of like health issues, so. Because you see oh. him like throwing up at the end and yeah. everything. Yeah. I totally missed that. I thought I heard the word cancer, I but I could yeah. have been making that up. Hmm. But I think it's going to be something, and it's probably what's going to knock him out. I think Green's <laughs> going to become a really famous writer. You said death, right? Uh, yeah. What? I didn't think so in that way. Who's coming down? Who's she coming said, down? I, he said, you she, said death, she, right? I know. Gosh. There's so many women in the show. Don't kill me. (laughs) Well, no, that was one of April's predictions. You said what? That Rain's going to die? No. No, He was still talking about Al. Oh, I thought we were talking about Rain. Sorry. If it helps, I You're moving a lot faster. (laughs) If it helps, I almost (laughs) called Alan Allison just now. Um, (laughs) I think, I think Rain, uh, it's gonna good things are gonna happen for her for sure yeah. reporting wise alright um, I think that I think it really will take Trudy and Gordo a little time to kind of like yeah. get back in the saddle yeah. do but, we think Trudy is gonna be able to um, pursue becoming an astronaut slash pilot slash I think she will make she probably will make some leeway for I'm trying like to future th- women I'm trying to think of when Challenger happened that was 70s right I just don't know when in the 70s I need to do some research before yeah. Yeah. next week. So, I mean, we know that, that women one. have been astronauts. So, yeah. there, she is at least a part of, you know, paving the way, just like you said. Right. Um, I think, I don't really have anything on Miss Saucy tonight. I mean, she we did see she, her. Yeah, we saw her, but it was just kind of like, oh, hey. Yeah. You know, oh, so. Girl. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't really have any major things. I feel like Louise and Alan will hopefully, like, maybe his sickness will bring them together. That sounds kind of bad, but. Maybe he'll behave. Well, he's Get not going to be able to be an astronaut anymore if he oh, is yeah. doing that. Yeah. Oh, so that yeah. means these hoes ain't going to be flocking no more. Uh-oh. Basically. You're not, you're not hot. Oh, it's you're great. You get your husband back because he's not, <laughs> no, hot, anymore. He's not hot anymore. <laughs> Poor Lee. She <laughs> just so gets, bad. You goes to the, the ringers. <laughs> okay. I mean, we keep it All right. right. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my gosh. All okay. Right. Well, that's it for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about the weird show. <laughs> We like to have fun. Um, so, yeah, once again, I'm your host, April Wissenhan. Thank you so much for watching. Where can they find y'all? I'm Khalil Boo You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Khalil Boo And I'm Sterling Cates. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Sterling Cates. And also on the Mistresses After Show that starts right after this one and Orange is the New Black. Yeah. Ooh. I'll be on Mistresses with Sterling. You can find me at April Wissenhan. You can find all of us at AfterBuzz TV. Don't forget to download Tweet us, comment. We love reading them. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.